0: F-O-O-D-S dot com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts
1: Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents
2: Diet Starts Tomorrow.
1: I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having.
2: And Emily Lubin.
1: Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse
2: your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy, and I'm Emily. And today, we're starting off the show with our
1: favorite segment, feeling myself. Ooh, are you feeling yourself? I'm feeling myself. I yeah. Oh yes, uh, I am. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Sure. Have you ever used a gua
2: sha? um slash do you know what it is is that the rolly thing that sutton uses on beverly hills when she's stressed so that's it's similar that's a roller
1: oh like yeah so a gua makes sense (laughs) it's like how do you look up a word it's the disc Right? It's, it's a flat it's like a, object. Mm-hmm. And it's they usually make it out of jade, jade. Yeah, But I don't know if
2: that's for a specific reason or just to be fancy. They make the rollers out of jade sometimes as well.
1: Yeah. And sometimes they make them out of rose quartz. Mm. I got one for my mom for Mother's Day. But I am going to be honest. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was a crock of shit. Okay. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't know. The whole facial so massage thing. So you got it for your mom. <laughs> yeah. So I got it for my mom because she has everything. Yeah. So, you know... At a certain point, it's like, what kind of... Uh, Start
2: buying her useless
1: stuff. Yeah, like, what type of beauty thing yeah. can I
2: buy her that she doesn't yeah. already have? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but she loved it, and that actually inspired me to try
2: a face roller. Ooh. Really
1: nice. And I've been seeing all these videos... Wait, so have
2: you been using the roller of the gua sha? Well, gua- I've How used, do you pronounce it? Gua- it's a gua sha. Gua it's gua a gua sha. sha.
1: I've been using... So I have used the roller before, mm-hmm. but lately I've been getting into the gua sha, mm-hmm. and... Um, I I had been seeing all these videos saying like oh use the gua sha to like slim down your face mm. like people claim that it makes your face less puffy mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really believe in that I'm just gonna say because I've used it pretty consistently for two weeks and my face is still
2: round puffy. as a basketball but that but there's like the shape of your face like it's not right. gonna like contour your skeleton <laughs> yeah, right like
1: I can't change it's like my heart is this
2: jade <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> if it did though mm-hmm. that would be that would be crazy it would be crazy yeah but people almost claim that it does. Like people claim that if you use the gua
2: sha for 10 minutes every day. It's good for wrinkles. I've heard that. Or like, you don't have to get a facelift if you gua sha.
1: Yes. So this whole thing about lymphatic drainage, Mm -hmm. are you familiar? This is why, yeah. So this is why people say it deep bloats you because apparently your sinuses are like clogged, right? Mm -hmm. So when uh, when you use the gua sha and you're like massaging these, specific areas of your face, it inspires uh, drainage. So that's... In the lymph... In the lymphatic nodes? system. Yes. Okay. So, and and like you go down your neck, you can definitely, when you do it, feel like something is being drained. Yeah. I hope this is not grossing anyone out.
2: Um. I hope it is. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> but it is a nice
2: feeling, but I'm just
1: saying like aesthetically, no difference. No,
2: but that's, that's I think... F- fine if it does make you feel good. Like whenever I do have a sinus something or if Ben does, I always like will push on his nose and have him push on mine and like push oh, yeah. it out. Yeah. To like break up the drainage or whatever. Yeah. Um,
1: so you're gua shawing.
2: But oh, with fingers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would highly recommend you give it a try just because it feels really nice. Okay. And you can put it in the freezer. This is I, I took it mm. to the next level. I put it in the freezer for n- not that long, like 10, 20 minutes an ice cold frozen gua sha to the face mm. is exactly what you need after a long, stressful day. Cool. It's just very, very
2: nice. And so, so you're only doing it at night or are you doing it in the morning as well?
1: No, I do it at night after I put on moisturizer because then it just glides. Mm. You know? A little
2: slip and slide. A little slip and slide. So I, love that. I I gotta admit, I was feeling myself. And how long have you been doing this?
1: Uh, about a week and a half. Fun. Yeah, I mean, my face is not sculpted like Bella Hadid. Um, <laughs> Your you face know, is
2: pretty sculpted. My
1: buckle fat is still present. Oh, oh, DS teachable moment. Apparently, it's buckle, buckle. Yeah, buckle fat, buckle fat, like a belt buckle. Yeah, you know all about that. I do. Remy had a belt company before being no, a it was a belt loop. It was an
2: expandable belt loop. Yeah. So like, you know, when you wear a belt and like it's too floppy or whatever and you don't want to get it adjusted because like you sometimes use it for your hips and you sometimes use it for your waist. I'm not even kidding. It's that's my cross to bear. Yeah. So instead of getting it shortened or using like tape or whatever, you put the tuck on before you buckle it and then you just stick it. you you just tuck it in and they're reversible they come in oh they don't come in anything anymore it's over but uh, (laughs) you don't have like extra in a warehouse I have a ton I have a ton actually and I brought some to there was a lady comics uh, clothing swap that they throw every year and I I I gave away a lot of tucks.
1: come no I just never make it yeah why (laughs) Uh, because I have social anxiety and I'm afraid Um, that if I go to a clothing swap then
2: like no one's gonna want my shitty clothes but it doesn't matter like you don't set up a booth.
1: You just no, you just you like don't. give
2: your stuff and then you take whatever you want. You don't have your own little kiosk. No. I thought I did though. <laughs> One of the comics was like, Okay, set up your booth so we can see what you have. And I was like, Oh, is that the thing? Wait, and that would be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> if it was like a yard sale. Yeah. Or not a yard sale, a uh like a state fair. Yeah, or you had to like swap for like, like items. That would be too much. It too was much. like people just put, okay, if there's a 26 Pile of pants. There's a 32 pile of pants. Like you just put... Oh, so that they sort it by they size. They sort it by size. It's really effective and fun. And everybody gets
1: free clothes. All right. I'm going to mark my calendar. Yeah. Next yeah, year. Yeah. I I think that really is the reason why I haven't
2: gone because I'm like, I don't have anything worthy of being swapped. You literally don't need to because the point is to give away the clothes at the end too. Like we To t- donate we them. We bag them up and put them all to Goodwill. So it's stuff that you otherwise would be giving away. Yeah. So... That's my feeling myself today. Mm -hmm. Were you feeling yourself this week or not so much? Um, I was feeling myself. I got some clothes at the swap. That was great. And then another feeling myself moment. I met two very important women this weekend. One of them was my first tier out in the wild. Oh, fun. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, like, I'm a fan of DSC. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. Like, I've never met one of you in real life. Um, and it was at the stand and I was about to do a show and she came for another comic. But she was like, "Yeah, I saw you were on the lineups, too. So, like, I thought we'd see each other. I'm like, and we did. Oh, so fu- so she knew that you were you. She knew I was me and be- the she knew I would ask- be there, but she wasn't there for my show. OK,
1: yeah. The reason why I ask is because somebody did come up to me at um, Shul's. The uh-huh. other day, yeah, <laughs> I was there for Purim services, yeah, and this girl came up to me. It was for Purim, so you know people dress up. She was dressed as Khaleesi. yeah, and she came up to me and she said, "Are you Remy?" <gasps> and I said, "No, I, I'm Emily." And she it's said, "Because oh, we say each other's names that's in the intro, exactly why." So nobody knows who we are. But honestly, that makes me feel a little more comfortable. It's it makes fun. me feel like a, um just a smidge of anonymity. Yeah. Like, I, I could that. be an asshole on here and people would think
2: it's you. Right. Do you want to know what's so funny is when I was really little, I had a imaginary twin sister named Emily that if I did anything bad, I would blame it on her. So <laughs> it's only fair that you start doing Every- this now. Everybody
1: has an Emily in their life that they blame everything on. Yeah. We're going to have my sister in here soon. You can oh, ask yeah. her
2: <laughs> <laughs> OK, so you met the DST here. So that's... I met the DST And then equally as important, I met Hillary Clinton. Had you ever met Hillary Clinton before? No. And I was so excited. And it was the craziest scenario because we were out to dinner with my dad, my sister, and my brother. And my dad and my brother were sitting on like the outside of the table. My sister and Mm -hmm. I were on like the banquette side. And Hillary was like closer to them. And... They like shook hands with her and stuff. But like she didn't shake our hand, I guess, because like it was because her, been hand, crazy her come arms around. aren't that long. Yeah, they're not that yeah. long. She's not a last girl. And yeah, my sister and I are sitting there like after she shook their hands and like is walking around. And we're like, what the fuck? You guys aren't even women. Like, what the hell is going on? And I was like, No, this is ridiculous. And I was like, Let's go, Charlotte. And so we start like going after her. And I said, I was like, Hillary, I just think it's so shameful that the men got to meet you and we didn't. She was like, Ah. <laughs> iconic laugh. That's so good. And then I was like, this is my sister Charlotte. She's like, I have a granddaughter Charlotte. Like, and then we were just talking about, she's like, yeah, like I worked at last week tonight during the election. She's like, oh my God, then of course you should have shaken my hand. I was like, I run a feminist podcast. Like she's like, yeah. Wow. She's like, I'm so happy you ran after me. Wow. Isn't she
1: the nicest kindest soul? She's so nice. This is not political. Like we're not saying anything about politics right now. We're just saying she's a very nice person. I actually grew up in the town that she and Bill live in. No way. Yeah. Uh, Chappaqua, New York. Chappaqua. And I used to see them all the time. And they used to go to this Asian fusion place across the street from my house. Mm-hmm. And you would always know when they were there because there would be an SUV parked outside. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, all these Secret Service guys. And my mom was so obsessed with Bill Clinton. It's embarrassing. <laughs> like, yeah. she has such a hard-on for that dude. Still? I you would have to ask her okay, but she okay. has his biography on her uh-huh. bookshelf, you know, it's 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 a thing. I mean, he is very charismatic. God, that's his whole thing. Yeah, that's yeah. his he he and speaking as someone who has met him f- a few times, he truly is one of the most charismatic people
2: you will ever meet. So I've met him 3 times and it's only because I play in this softball game. <laughs> it's called the artist and writers game and he comes every year to throw the first pitch. And Whoa. yeah. He's not like super charismatic when he comes to that. Yeah, he but, is, though. But everybody comes and like takes pictures with him and stuff. And I said this to her. I was like, I- I'm always wondering, like, where is she? And she was like, oh, no, I let to go. I let him do his thing. I'm like, well, please come. Please come. Like, <laughs>
1: I- I'd rather. She doesn't want to go to your softball game, no. right? I <laughs> mean, <laughs> she's not
2: interested. She was being polite about it, but she really doesn't yeah. want to see some amateurs play softball. It's a good game. We came back. It was 18 to 2 this last summer. And my team won. It was massive. What do you mean? You lost 18 to 2. 18- 18- no, it was 18 to 2, bottom of the ninth. We came back. Oh my god. 18 18- to 19. Won? Yeah.
1: Wow, good job. Thank you. You know, people have asked me to join recreational um baseball teams. And mm-hmm. I'm always like, who does that? And I now never I, know. I
2: never liked team sports as a child. I don't know why. I think it was like too competitive for me. And or maybe I just like hadn't stepped into my masculine enough because I was like. I'm just like for dance and like we do stuff together or whatever, not against each other. And for some reason, when I joined this team, like it's mostly men, I was like, yeah, well, I'm a guy too. Like, let's play. And I'm so, I love it. It's like an opportunity for you to get down and dirty. Yeah. Your favorite thing. So fun.
1: So fun. But yeah, that Um,
2: made me feel myself because the way I ran in my softball game, I ran after Hillary Clinton and (laughs) proud of
1: myself. That's so cool. Yeah, I I met her when I was um, nine or 10 years old. Mm -hmm. She was doing this book signing. I think she had just come out with a book and um, it was at this local deli, like down the street from my house. And I cried when I met her. (laughs) It was the first time I've ever been in the same sphere as a celebrity like had a celebrity that up close to my face yeah and it wasn't like i was a hillary clinton stan like i said i was like nine or ten yeah but it was just very overwhelming and that is so
2: funny i was
1: bawling i was emily there's
2: literally a video on tiktok of a girl she's like nine or ten and she meets hillary clinton and she starts hysterically crying just because no it wasn't you it's so weird but um (laughs) She starts hysterically crying just because she's a celebrity or whatever. And then it started getting sent around like this huge Hillary stan or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. you.
1: Maybe. I mean, it basically was. Yeah, she, I will just I will never forget how incredibly sweet she was to me. And yeah, and made me feel seen and special. hmm. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests. Pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do we want to move on? We actually have have a DST-able moment to share with you guys. And I'm super excited about this one. This is um, re the conversation that we had about inclusivity in film. Mm. And this DST. And TV. This DST listener, uh, her name is Emily as well. Oh. I know. So crazy. Um, she submitted this clip from School of Rock. uh uh-huh. um, And it's so funny that this didn't come up. I don't think this came up in, our, in the episode, but School of Rock was one of... The movies that I was originally thinking about—that it did have some themes about weight uh-huh. and fatness in the movie—I um, don't remember. In this scene, um, they're about to perform on stage. You've seen *School of Rock*, I have, right? Of okay, course. thank God. Yeah,
2: and this is like when you start explaining *Friends* to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: but the blank expression on your face made me think that maybe you didn't
2: see School of Rock. Listen, that's ADHD and I dropped my mask okay. for a second. <laughs> All
1: right. Okay. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, Jack Black, he is masquerading as the substitute. Dewey, Dewey Flynn. He's masquerading as the substitute teacher named Ed Schneebly yes, or Ned Schneebly. Ned Schneebly. Yeah. And um, Who is Mike White from White Lotus? Shut the fuck up. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. I, okay. Learn something new every day. Um, so he thought
2: you were t- teaching me something.
1: He turns <laughs> the class into a band yes. so that he can go to Battle of the yes. Bands. Okay. <laughs> you've you've been caught up. Yes. They're at the audition for Battle of the Bands. Mm-hmm. And one of the background singers is a heavier child. Okay. Okay. Incredible voice. Yes.
2: Um, I know the scene now. And I
1: forget her name in it. But she says to Jack Black's character, she says, I'm really nervous to go on stage. I I think that people are going to make fun of me. Mm -hmm. And he says, why would people make fun of you? And she said, because I'm fat. And then he gives this whole speech. About um, Aretha Franklin and how Aretha Franklin is a big lady, uh-huh. but people think she's hot. Like people uh-huh. think she's sexy and she's just so confident and such a good weird singer. Weird to say to a child, but sure. A little weird, yeah. Uh-huh. He also <laughs> he also relates it to himself and... um Jack Black is just so funny. Like, it's just, no matter what he's saying, I just think it's so funny. He's like, you know, I'm a chubby guy, but when I'm on stage, I'm sexy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care. Nobody cares that I'm fat, whatever. And then she says something like, well, why don't you go on a diet? And he's like, because I like to eat. Is Mm -hmm. that so bad? Yeah. And that's kind of the whole scene. Because I'm fat?
0: (sighs) Tamika. hey, you've got something everybody wants. You've got talent, girl. You have an incredible singing voice,
2: and I'm not just saying that. You heard of Aretha Franklin, right? Okay, she's a big lady, but when she starts singing, she blows people's minds. Everybody wants to party with Aretha! And, um, you know who else has a weight issue? Who? Me. But once I get up on stage, start doing my thing, people worship me! Because I'm sexy and chubby, man.
1: Why don't you go on a diet?
2: Because I like to eat. Is that such a crime?
1: This really did get me in my feels when I was younger because I I was not a bigger body. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like the first um, movie where that situation happened, like where somebody was having that open conversation with a kid about yeah. being fat and yeah. how, about how it's really okay to be fat. right? Um, but anyway, this DST-er wrote that... Um, she's not really sure if it's positive or negative. And that's kind of how I feel now about it, looking back, is, like, it actually did make me feel good Mm. the first time I saw it because I was like, oh, yeah, like, as long as you don't care, other people won't care. Do I think that's necessarily always true? Not really. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think having confidence does completely change the game in a very real way. and everybody. In everybody, yeah. Yeah. Like, if there's something that you're self-conscious about, just faking it till you make it and yeah. like putting on that veil of confidence, eventually you do
2: end up feeling more confident. Mm-hmm. And I have experienced that to be true. So she um, was saying that the scene really affected her, but not sure if it was for in a good way or a bad way. Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like but I kind of feel the same like thing. it's probably nuanced, right? Like it's exciting to hear that conversation for the first time, but then it's also upsetting that it has to be had at all yeah and also like the way that he's phrasing it how you've said it is like he's like yeah i'm fat but on stage i'm sexy and it's like what do you mean but on stage you're sexy i'm fat and i'm sexy right you know like it always has that like caveat of like but i believe i look at it and it's like no it, you could just sit I'm, I'm not gonna pick apart a movie that's like fucking 20 years old <laughs> yeah um, no but I, I get what you mean and i i used to feel this
1: way I mean, this was way pre-weight loss, but Adele, Mm -hmm. when Adele um, came out with her first album and even her second album and she was gaining a lot of popularity, I remember the narrative used to be, at least with the people that I hung out with, Mm -hmm. it used to be like, oh, she is so talented. It doesn't even matter that she's fat. Yeah. And that used to piss me off so much because I'm like, well, what if she wasn't though? Mm -hmm. Like, what if she wasn't talented at all? Mm -hmm. Then
2: it wouldn't be okay. Well, wait, if she's not talented at all, we don't need to hear from anyone like we don't need to hear from untalented singers, right? Oh, I get what you're saying. You're saying if she was just a random person that couldn't sing. Well, what if she was just an average singer?
1: No, but what if Okay, if she wasn't a singer at all, if she didn't have that talent, it's it's almost like people would say it as if it as if like we don't need to worry about someone being fat as long as they're the most talented person on earth. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it it's kind of like like um A tit for tat situation. Yeah, it's a
2: derogatory with a caveat. And then also, you remember Susan Boyle? Yes, I was just going to say, Susan Boyle like triumphed. And then everyone was like, isn't it amazing how ugly she is, (laughs) but how beautiful she sings? Isn't it fucking crazy that
1: somebody that homely could actually have the voice of an angel? Do you remember Paul Potts?
2: No. He was another one that people were like, this guy's, uh, there's no way he's going to sing well because he doesn't look hot. It really blows people's fucking minds. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's strange. It's Um, strange. So, like, I, but it's also, it makes sense because the music industry does make us think that only a certain type of person is worthy to getting a certain to a certain level.
1: Yeah, but you know and, and because they
2: filter it through. But
1: that is true now because everybody is a brand and like selling yourself is such a it's it's almost more important than the music, especially what they can do with pro tools and what they can do with autotune like it's really insane they can perfect anybody's voice. Like there are a lot of For mediocre sure. singers that that sound great on yeah. a recording. So it's almost like the way you look does matter more, but if we're talking about Aretha Franklin, that was back when actually being a good singer mattered. mattered yeah
2: um I do still think it matters like I I think people go to concerts and they listen and they're like okay you actually sing that's awesome totally like
1: I am impressed but but I shouldn't be impressed when somebody can sing live that if you're a singer shouldn't you be able to sing live I mean I don't know
2: I love Ashley Simpson
1: you know what so do I bring her back
2: oh
1: (laughs) seems like I can find oh what a good song on something real such a good song so good Well, thank you for writing in with that DS teachable moment.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of these scenes that affect us, like they are negative and positive and it is confusing and it's normal that you feel that way. Absolutely. You are valid. You are valid.
0: (laughs) When it comes to the plant based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy.
2: another DST-able moment. This is crazy. So our DST listener, Christina, sent an article about Weight Watchers in which she says they are acquiring a telehealth platform called Sequence, which will allow them to offer members access to health providers specializing in chronic weight management, aka they will be able to prescribe drugs like Ozempic wild wild yes christina wrote in something feels icky about this and you are correct that That is fucking strange what
1: could possibly be icky about this
2: also okay (laughs) removing the fact that like isn't there an Ozempic shortage for people with diabetes i don't know that's what i've heard
1: okay i have heard that too but i have heard they're increasing the supply to meet the increasing demand. demand okay which you know objectively is good um I'm
2: very confused about this just because isn't this going to put Weight Watchers out of business? Right. So that's my second thing is you're basically saying, so we know that the thing that we already do doesn't work. Right. So we're going to have this other thing that you do and we'll say that you lost weight on Weight Watchers, except for that's not true. And like a lot of things with weight management is it's supposed to be something that's sustainable after. Mm -hmm. And I would think with Weight Watchers, at least it's like, okay, you know, like. What you're eating, and like your lifestyle is different, or whatever, and like, maybe you can maintain that after getting put on this drug, are you gonna have to stay on it? The short
1: answer is yes, yeah, and the the longer answer is we don't quite know yet because there haven't been enough long term studies sure. on it, yeah, but um, but if you don't
2: have a different way of,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. Basi- basically it's it's causing your stomach to empty out slower and therefore reducing your appetite and so in theory yeah you would need to stay on it's it. It's a constipation drug? Is mm-hmm. that what it is? No, it's like- it's <laughs> it it's basically an appetite suppressant. Okay. It causes your stomach to be emptied slower. So, so p- p-
2: poop less.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't I don't really have anything else to say about this except that I feel like it is icky and it is strange and I need Weight Watchers to like take some accountability for the pain that it's caused a lot of Uh, us. Like because I did go on Weight Watchers as a younger person and um, it's calorie counting, guys. Like they frame it as a lifestyle change and they frame it as like you can eat whatever you want. But the fact is you're not going to feel free to eat whatever you want when you look at your Weight Watchers app and it's like two tablespoons of peanut butter is 12 points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know if that's an accurate number, but I just remember it was way higher than I thought it would be. And you know, counting points versus counting calories, it's basically the same the fucking same thing. thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I've always had a problem with Weight Watchers, but especially the way they market to people uh-huh. and prey upon people who clearly don't want to be on a diet, mm. but want to be able to manage their weight. And they trick people into doing what essentially is calorie
2: counting. So- you know why I don't like Weight Watchers? Why? Because there's a Weight Watchers meeting at a comedy club that I frequent a lot. And the comedy club used to have a cat in the basement. And I would say hi to it all the time. And the Weight Watchers people said he had to go because they were allergic. And now there's no cat at the club. <laughs> what? Yeah.
1: The Weight Watchers people vetoed the cat? Yeah. That is so fucked up. It's so fucked up. And also, was it just one person who was allergic or they were all allergic? I don't know,
2: but I'm mad at the whole meeting now. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) well, we need to um, you don't have to say what comedy club it was, but I will write an anonymous letter if you want me to. Yeah. Christina, thank you for writing in with this DS Teachable moment. Yeah. I need to do more research on this to figure out when this is happening and why
2: and how they're able to justify it because it just seems. They're just saying like our method doesn't work. Which is the most honest thing they've ever said.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, You're right. Yeah.
2: Wild. Wild. If Weight you, Watchers, get your shit together.
1: Weight Watchers, no. get <laughs> get your shit together. Also, um, continue to write in with your DS Teachable moments. Mm-hmm. You can DM us on Instagram or you can uh, write to DST at com and just put in
2: the subject box DS Teachable moment. Okay. And then we have a final DS Teachable moment that it's kind of just an update on something that we talked about On a former episode, I was talking about those good American jeans and how I kept getting that ad about how like it stretches so many sizes. And we were like, yeah, right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I didn't buy it. Yeah, we don't buy it. But a DS DM'd me. uh, Her name is Megan. She says, huge fan. Just listened to your episode about the good American jeans. Just had a baby and ordered the 6 to 12 pair. It is wild that they actually do fit and look great too. Definitely recommend.
1: Wow. So this was a jeanable moment.
2: Yes, a jeanable moment.
1: That wait. So she um she wore them when she was pregnant and then after she gave birth. I believe so. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. I, I honestly this is why I love to be proven wrong. For sure. <laughs> because just the idea of like a stretchy pair of jeans looking mm-hmm. like they fit you at four different sizes cuz like being physically able to get them on your body is one thing, mm-hmm. but if she actually likes But the likes jeans, how they look, yeah.
2: I know I might want to invest in some now Maybe we need to try them Because a lot of people have been DMing being like When are you guys going to buy these jeans and test it out So Megan thank you for DMing us And also congrats on your bebe
1: Yes congrats on the jeans and the baby (laughs) (laughs) In equal parts Um, Thanks Megan Yeah.
3: Selling a little Or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing However you cha-ching
1: the time for something we're calling the v files presented by queen v at queen v they want all people to feel close to their vagina just like their relationship with their bff they're strong unique and look out for you in ways you may not even realize your vagina is your vff the topic of vaginas and vaginal health has traditionally been considered taboo, creating a sense of shame and stigma. Because of this, many people lack
2: understanding of their own vagina and can feel out of tune with their body. Queen V and DST are trying to change that with the V-Files. We asked you to share the questions about your vaginal health that you're too afraid to ask your friends. So Emily, are you ready to open up the V-Files? I'm so ready. Okay, Let's why do don't you get us started with this week's submission?
1: Sure. Dear DST, I used a vibrator with my boyfriend, and he was jealous about how good it made me feel. Is this normal? And how do you suggest bringing sex toys into a relationship?
2: Okay, Um, I get this question a lot. um, And it is normal, I guess, sometimes for them to have that reaction. But it's not that normal once you explain. This is something that is making me feel good. Um, I always try to explain it to people like, it's your partner. You know, the toy is helping you. It's not something to compete with. It's like if you're into sports and you like basketball, it's an alley oop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a catalyst. It's a catalyst. Um, it's a performance enhancer.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I to me, I don't see it as competition. I At love all. using sex toys, and I've also never had anybody question it or have an issue with it. That's good because I feel like um. I feel like all of the people that I've been with understand that what a vibrator does is not something that a penis can do.
2: Literally, I don't expect (laughs) you to vibrate. Like,
1: there's actually no physical way. Totally. Even, like, with your mouth that you could do what a vibrator does. And for that reason,
2: like, people shouldn't feel replaced by vibrators. It's an addition.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's how I like to think about it. So I I really think um, talking to your partner... And making sure there's no weird feelings. And if there are weird feelings, where is that coming from?
2: Yeah. Like, do you not feel adequate? Because I'm not going to leave you for this thing.
1: Right. You know, you do
2: so much else for me.
1: Right. I guess the only um, equivalent that I can think of right now is like there have been times when um, somebody's, you know, gotten out a bottle of lube Mm. and I've felt kind of like, oh, Am I not lubed
2: up enough? Oh, see, I always see it as a really nice thing that it's like, you want me to have a good time. Yeah,
1: well, now I see it that way. But I think if somebody's insecure, like I think when I was a little more insecure, I maybe felt that way. Mm. Like not not even that it's competition because it's not, that's not the same thing.
2: That you weren't doing enough.
1: That I wasn't doing enough, you yeah. know? I My last name is Lubin. I should be lubed in, you know?
2: <laughs> um, well, Queen V did a survey asking 1,500 people about vaginal health, sexual wellness, and early intimate experiences. And the findings are super helpful because 50% of those who have used a sex toy... Uh, used a vibrator as their first toy. Same. Great. And 73% of people with vaginas felt satisfaction with their first experience using a sex toy. Those who didn't cited not knowing what to do with the toy and how to experience pleasure.
1: What were they doing with the toy, you think? I don't know, putting it in the wrong place. (laughs) Trying to (laughs) use a back massager. They thought it was a karaoke microphone.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I love sex toys. I'm a big proponent of them. I think they make sex so much more fun, so much easier for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And Queen V is is helping us with that. I love Queen V. I, I The branding is so, so
1: cute as well, which, you know, I'm a sucker for that. The second part of her question was, how do you suggest bringing toys into a relationship? Now, the way that's phrased, it sounds kind of like you want your vibrator to be your third. (laughs) Um, But I I know what you really are asking.
2: You're like, how do I incorporate it into my sex life? How do you introduce it for the first time? And I always say, um, first, use the toy by yourself get acquainted with it, like know what you guys like to do together, you and that toy. And then when you bring it into your couple or whoever you're partnered with, you're like, hey, this is something I use by myself. I think it's really hot. It gets me off so easily. Um, I'd love to either show you how I do that because people can find that really hot yeah. and it's like low pressure for them that they're like, oh, my God, I'm getting like a show. Um, or just be like, yeah, if you want to use it on me this time, like let's do that together. I think it'd be really hot and just elevate our sex life.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that could be frustrating because sometimes they don't know what they're doing with it. Um, but you could teach them.
2: Well, that's why I always say option A. Show right.
1: them teach them. Right. Yeah. Um, this is gonna sound I this is kind of out of left field, but maybe like put it in their mouth what? Like tell them to spit on it or something. I, okay. Like I know that Like this that is-, is
2: hot, but I wouldn't say that's intro. That's like level <laughs> 400 class.
1: Maybe I'm too advanced. I just think like getting somebody involved in like the prep work or like maybe like saying like, oh, hey, can can you put like a little lube on this for
2: me? Like, oh, for sure. You know,
1: like just getting somebody involved in, in the, the prep. prep, not just
2: grabbing it and using it and not saying anything Well, you can also put it on them and be like it feels really good on me when I do this and this like do you want to try it on your balls do you want to try no. it on you know like
1: I you know I didn't even think of that that would feel nice probably. yeah yeah great
2: suggestions yeah I, I nipples you can put vibrators on nipples yeah, br- vibrators on nipples is nice on the underside of the penis people really like it on the frenulum is that what that's called the frenulum it's like where the um the head meets each other on the bottom side
1: oh I see yeah I learn new things from you all the time um yeah the I mean these are all good suggestions I would say bring it up delicately
2: yet forcefully like yeah like that's the thing is it doesn't need to be something that's going to be confrontational Mm -hmm. you're not replacing the person you're just like it's the same that way that we're like enhances don't cut out pasta add spinach Uh uh-huh you know like this is the spinach the vibrator is the spinach to the sex pasta yes and it's very nutritious. I mean, I feel like we're solving problems
1: all over the place. Oh, yeah. Um, that's it for today's V-Files presented by Queen V. QueenVLife.com is your one-stop shop for feminine wellness. And as we've discussed today, that includes making sure you have the right toy for a V-good time and good vibes. Check out the VIP and Wingwoman Woman from Queen V.
2: This dual action vibrator is water resistant and has soft silicone to help you do you spice up your self exploration, do it with a partner. The VIP vibrator has seven vibration patterns and speeds to keep it fresh and v exciting. I love to keep it exciting. Although sometimes I do like to find a pattern and stick with it. So do you no matter how you do.
1: Do you, boo. Try the VIP and wingwoman yourself by visiting queenvlife.com. Again, that's queenvlife, Q-U-E-E-N-V-life.com to join the queendom today.
2: Remember to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please rate us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And of course, we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander.
1: Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to DST at betches.com or your voicemails to 212 287 5650.
3: Betches.